Hi, welcome back to the only real cure to borderline personality disorder podcast. I'm the creator and host Shamala Del Rosario and I'm happy to have you here. I'm recording this directly onto my phone as this is still entirely new to me and I still want to see how podcasting goes for me. So let's get the disclaimer out of the way before I move on to talk about today's um, topic. These are my personal experiences that I'm sharing. I'm not qualified in any field of mental or emotional health. And anyone who chooses to listen is responsible for their own thoughts, feelings and behaviours. I strongly suggest that you subscribe to thelastsymptom.com and the Last Symptom podcasts. And before I'm accused of any plagiarism, let me explain that The Last Symptom is a free resource that I have had and continue to have the privilege of learning from. And so I will frequently reference Brian Barnett's work. I mean, think about it. My recovery is based on his approach. So it makes perfect sense that I will be referencing him quite a lot. Intense anger is a symptom of borderline personality disorder. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Now, can we control this intense anger? Do we have the right to let our anger loose on anyone in our path? Do we have a free pass because we have borderline personality disorder? No, of course we don't. Do we have a malfunctioning brain? No, we don't. We're not mentally ill. The only problem that we have is our perspectives. <laughs> Remember, feelings are never good or bad, right or wrong. Feelings just are. Feelings aren't something that you do. Feelings are something that you experience. What are you thinking about? How? Are you thinking about the situation? And remember the naturally occurring thinking process for people with borderline personality disorder is to subconsciously distort reality. It's the way we were able to make sense of the world we were growing up in. It's just the naturally occurring thinking process and you need to be aware of that. So whatever you are thinking about now and the way you are thinking about it is naturally causing an emotional reaction. Anger on this occasion. So is it wrong to feel angry? No, it's a feeling. You're not doing anything. You're just experiencing the feeling. You know, previously something would make me angry. I could blame the thing or person for the cause of my anger and let loose on them. But was it really anger? Has the thinking actually been examined? I mean, the perspective. Have you ever allowed yourself to just feel the feeling? Okay, it may be unpleasant, something you don't like, but is the unpleasant feeling really anger? Could it actually be sadness, disappointment, irritation, frustration, sympathy, 
anger, fury. But remember, not every unpleasant feeling is anger or a lead up to anger. I'll tell you about something that recently happened to me that made me absolutely furious. Angry enough to lose sight of reality. In my eyes, everything that did not happen exactly as I had planned it out was cause for me to get angrier and angrier. But did I, as a person with borderline personality disorder, ask myself to check the source of these feelings? Initially, no, I didn't. I didn't like the feeling and immediately jumped to anger. Cue, volcanic eruption. But let me ask you, just because a person has borderline personality disorder, does that mean that they get to act like a child and refuse to look at the information that is causing that feeling? This person is an adult and has got a duty to themselves to make decisions based on all information. I mean, come on, people that do not have borderline personality disorder do this all of the time. It's called being an adult and taking responsibility for self. So back to the story because I'm known to jump around. My husband, he went to the Dominican Republic in March for a supposed three-week vacation. But due to COVID-19, he ended up stuck over there. I mean, all borders were closed internationally. There was no way, there was no way for him to get back. But around one month into the quarantine, I was able to get him a repatriation flight that would fly to Spain. But I also then arranged for another flight from Spain to London because um, I don't know if I've mentioned before, but I am British, so I live in the UK. But now between flights, there was going to be a 17 hour kind of layover. But that was OK for my husband and it was OK for me. There was no other option for him to get back home. Now, the departing airport in the Dominican Republic is around six hours by car under normal circumstances. But obviously there's a there's a quarantine, isn't there? Now, I'd arranged everything. So the only thing that my husband had got to do was get um, onto the planes. Not a big deal, you would have thought. Uh, but everything did not go to the plan. It did not go to, to my plan. Not at all. Now, did I take into consideration or listen to an explanation of the problems that had prevented him from leaving um, the Dominican Republic? Initially, no, I didn't. Initially, I didn't care about anything except how my plans had not been successful. And so I sought somebody to blame. After all, I'd done my bit and I'd arranged everything. So it must be somebody's fault. So whose fault could it be? It must be my husband's fault. I mean, of course it wasn't his fault. He's desperate to get home. But before considering any of the facts, I had managed to jump into anger without 
analysing my thinking and my perspectives and looking at the actual facts of the situation in terms of the fact that it's COVID-19 lockdowns are worldwide, um, borders are all closed, there's no direct repatriation flights, um, province to province roadblocks throughout the Dominican Republic making life difficult for um, the taxi drivers who would be arrested if breaching any curfew hours. So it was kind of impossible for anybody to make a return trip within those curfew hours. So really it was totally unrealistic from the, the planning stages. Now, once I'd actually jumped the gun and accused him of fucking it all up deliberately just to piss me off. There was absolutely no adult behaviour in terms of looking at the actual situation before just blowing up about it and just thinking and thinking and thinking negatively. Now, in retrospect, I was able to look back at how this thinking was causing this fury. My perspective. I was viewing the situation through the distorted core belief. This shame was causing to see myself as being inherently shameful and devoid of worth. And my husband must also believe these things about me. This was my perceived reasoning. But you can see, look at that straight away. It's, it's incorrect. So now, was my anger justified? No, it wasn't. But had I looked at the whole situation with the right perspective, my natural result, resulting feeling would have been disappointment. Now, this would have been something simply felt, not pleasant but nothing to be afraid of and no need to associate any blame. So just ask yourselves, have you ever just allowed yourselves to experience a feeling with no judgment to it? Probably not if you've got borderline personality disorder. Actually, if you've got borderline personality disorder, you're likely extremely emotionally immature like myself. But you know something? You need to be kind and gentle to yourselves as you, you cure yourselves of borderline personality disorder. And I'd like to close um, this podcast with a poem by Dorothy Law Nolt. Children won't learn what they live. If children live with criticism, they learn to condemn. If children live with hostility, they learn to fight. If children live with fear, they learn to be apprehensive. If children live with pity, they learn to feel sorry for themselves. If children live with ridicule, they learn to feel shy. If children live with jealousy, they learn to feel envy. If children live with shame, they learn to feel guilty. If children live with encouragement, they learn confidence. 
If children live with tolerance, they learn patience. If children live with praise, they learn appreciation. If children live with acceptance, they learn to love. If children live with approval, they learn to like themselves. If children live with recognition, they learn it's good to have a goal. If children learn with sharing, they learn generosity. If children live with honesty, they learn truthfulness. If children live with fairness, they learn justice. If children live with kindness and consideration, they learn respect. If children live with security, they learn to have faith in themselves and those about them. If children live with friendliness, they learn the world is a nice place in which to live. Well, that's it for me for this podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback, so please do get in touch. Um, Have a great week and hopefully um, speak soon. Bye.